You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Grand rising and good morning, everybody. Welcome to Feel Good Friday. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, and we have a great show for you. I'm so looking forward to it. I got to say, you know what? As spring is creeping upon us. I mean, it really is a slow creep. So it creeps. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is a slow creep, but I will say that there is nothing better than seeing that spring sunshine up here in the Pacific Northwest, particularly here in the Emerald City. There's something so special and unique about the time that I get to pull my sun visor down, you guys, on my drive in the way to the city. Um, so I hope you guys are out there feeling these good sunshine vibes every chance you can. We know that it's sprinkled with a little bit of showers, but it's all good because we know that that's replenishing the earth. So I just want to start our show off with this amazing opportunity for us to get in some much needed vitamin D, natural vitamin D from the sun. I'm looking up because we got like sun peeking through the windows there. So you guys, welcome to Feel Good Friday. I'm looking forward to today's show. I am so excited because T-Dub is back in the building with us. So we're going to be talking to T-Dub about all things art. Uh, later on in the show, we got Cameron Dean. He's coming to tell us about this show, The Wiz. Can't wait to dive into it with him. And we're going to end the show with my girl, Antonisha Toto Jackson, for those of you out there who know her, we're going to be talking about her business and all these amazing events that are coming up. You know, it's ramping up. And you know, here in Seattle, when the sun starts to shine, events also start to blossom. And so there's a lot of events that are going to be taking place. Many of them, many of you may know about because they're recurring. So we're going to be diving into all of that, how vendors can sign up for these amazing opportunities. I am getting flooded with the questions of, wait, did I miss the form? I want to sign up for this event. I want to sign up for that event. We're going to be diving into all of it with Toto later on in the show today um, and try to get those questions answered for all of you vendors out there and maybe some new folks who are looking to table some things and see how it works. Because I understand too that sometimes you got to actually conceptualize your ideas with the public. So looking forward to diving into all of that with Toto later on in the show. Um, you guys, of course, we want to thank you again for watching and supporting us here at Converge Media. Right now is a great time for you to tag and share the stream. Go ahead, tag and share the stream with people you feel could benefit from some Feel Good Friday energy emanating from right here in the Pacific Northwest. Also, you guys, we are keeping this message uh, alive and well in terms of our podcast. Anywhere that you listen to your favorite podcast, you guys can find Feel Good Friday and all of the other shows that we produce here at Converge Media. Just search Converge Media Network. The other day, Omari said over 200 different platforms. And I'm like, whoa, I am not prepared for that. I had no idea there was that many. So, you know, if you are not able to watch us uh, on our live streaming platforms, go ahead and check us out on all of the podcast platforms. Um, you know, we, we actually dove into a pretty lengthy discussion the other day about hereforuswa.org. There is so many things that are changing with COVID, but honestly, it's still out there, you guys. And I know many of us are like, man, we outside, you know, hey, we out here. Just mask up. I will tell you that much. Just mask up. And, you know, I, I think that you got to find comfortable masks for you because these masks may be here to stay, to be honest. I'm not mad at it, though, because, you know, I'm a little bit germaphobe sometimes. I'm like, uh, you know, sneezing, being in the air for, you know, I don't know, two hours or something. Yeah, I, the particles, they get to me. So I'm just saying, <laughs> no, I'm okay with the mask, but I definitely want you all to be checking out here for us, wa.org, so that you can um, make sure you're up to date on all the information of all things COVID, uh, understanding where to get vaccines and where to be tested. All of that is there, but it's also culturally curated content um, specifically for the black community. So I love this uh, op opportunity for us to dive into this resource. Check it out, you guys. Okay. Um, you know, we're going to be talking about this, I'm sure, with T-Dub, but Marriage of Figaro is still out there. You guys can get your tickets. There it is right there. Uh, me and Omari are going to be diving into this show on Sunday. We get to see Norman Garrett do his thing live in action, and I'm so excited because just looking at uh, a snippet of the show, you can tell the costumes are top-notch. So I'm going to try to ask T-Dub, you know, hey, is, is that on the docket? Because, again, you know, we are seeing that more and more people 
people are coming to uh, the ballet and opera just because we're sharing the opportunity here. And so shout out to all of you who are spreading the word. We appreciate all that you're doing out there. All right, you guys, after this short break, of course, I get so excited because I get to have my girl T-Dub in the building. We're going to be diving into all things art with the art queen here at Converge. Stay tuned after this short break. You're watching Feel Good Friday. Hey there, it's Trey Holiday. And of course, Besa and I had to take a trip back to Market Street Shoes to grab some items. They always know what to show us. And let me tell you, we both spent quality time to be sure we collected some amazing additions to our wardrobes. They have some of the most unique bags, shoes, and accessories. I mean, the whole shebang. It's always a good time when I get to shop with my girl, Basa. Make sure you go check out Market Street Shoes, y'all, and you too can walk out with some dope gear. As a non-binary black femme, a lot of my identity is rooted in body. Once the vaccine was introduced, it was really difficult to think in terms of safety as well as autonomy. As a black American, the relationship with government is very complicated. It's hard to trust. A lot of these conspiracies are really impacting people making a decision, especially with black folks to be clear about what we're doing. I think it's just a well-rounded conversation to see what's best for us. Welcome back, everybody, to Feel Good Friday. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, and joining me right now is my good sis, T-Dub, art queen here at Converge. What up, T-Dub? What's going on, Trey? Happy Feel Good Friday. I'm so happy to be back in the studio with you. It's been a long time. Hey, I miss you, and as always, we understood the colorful assignment today. Hey, yeah. I mean, I don't know what it was, but well, every time. Yeah, every big in that jacket, too, for sure. Hey, we, 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 don't, we don't disappoint. We try not to disappoint here. You gotta coordinate. <laughs> you gotta coordinate. Well, we definitely miss you. Thank you so much for being in studio today with us and I'm looking forward to all the things you have to discuss today. Yep. I know one of the first things here is this amazing art walk. You just participated. You just got to experience it. Tell us all about it. Absolutely. So last night, Thursday was Capitol Hill Art Walk. Of course, as you know, I'm down with the VMC gallery. So we had our good sis Angelina 179 Villalobos open her brand new show, brand new works called The House of Wolves. I got a little video. Go ahead and check it out. That's right. Yeah. Capitol Hill Art Walk was definitely popping off at the VMC gallery last night. Definitely got to give a shout out to Angel 179 holding it down. Her style, her flow, her fluidity. You see it in the art. She's like very flowy, very just like natural, like her color theory. Everything is just fantastic. She's an amazing muralist, amazing painter. And we just love being able to feature people like her. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And this is what I'm, I'm saying. Seattle really has an artist community, but its intentionality in terms of opening up space to artists is what I really appreciate out absolutely. here, Tita. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you, you, you know, every artist, we always talk about this, they have their unique perspective that right. they pour into their art. Yeah. And it's clear, I love when you said fluidity, because that was one of the things that was coming to mind mm -hmm. as we're just watching that piece there, yeah. you know, seeing some of her, her art and her pieces. This is really interesting to me because BMC is just, like you said, every artist comes in and makes the space their own. Yeah. And that to me is what we need more of, right? Absolutely. Like more open opportunities for artists to showcase their works. Yeah. And I think that this is something that really resonates in community. Now it's being felt at the city level. Right. We had Sean Pike open up all of these opportunities for these, you know, Seattle city owned buildings right. and properties right. that are now featuring artists, featuring different performances, different ways of art. Yeah. This is something that I think now the city really learned from community in that regard. Yeah, I think they definitely had to, you know, take a take a page from our book and like like you said, like we we were here. We we came when 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 things like shut down. We were the ones on the streets amplifying and, and making sure that people felt seen and heard um, through creativity. And I definitely have to give a shout out to Molly Moons of Molly Moons uh, Ice Cream for donating that space to our collective. Uh, she saw us out there actually repainting the mural and was like, "Hey, I got this space. Are you guys interested in doing a pop up?" And the rest is history. We've been there two years now, and now we get to activate in the ways that you know we need to. And like you said, like. The gallery is small, but it's mighty, you know, and we get to feature people like Angel. We get to feature people like Barry and Perry and Moses and Aramis, you know, and these these artists like really encapsulate this space. So every show that we have there is completely different. It feels different, different vibes. So you definitely come out and check us out. You know, I got to say, too, one of the things I really appreciate about our reach here at Converge is 
you know, were really felt by the city mm-hmm. and, and by people in the city. And what you're doing in particular with, you know, Art of the Matter, showcasing these artists in a way that really resonates with them. Right. We felt it. So uh, earlier this week, Omari and I were out in the community. We were checking out Boom Boona Coffee over there right. on Capitol Hill. And we're just outside, you know, chopping it up. And uh, someone comes up to us, they got their mask on and they're just like, hey, man, you know, just thank you for what y'all are doing mm-hmm. at Converge. Mm-hmm. And then, and he's like, I'm Moses' son. And we were like, oh, And he was like, you know, T-Dub, just phenomenal. What you guys are doing, just phenomenal. And and for me, so much, um, uh, I I get so much out of interactions like that from, you know, community. Not just featured artists, but everyday folks who are just like, man, I had no idea about such and so until I saw it on Converge. That, to me, is why, you know, these opportunities for us to have segments and have shows like this right here on Feel Good Mm -hmm. Friday and like your show, Art of the Matter, is so important. And and I got to say, too, you were out on Thursday last night. I was also out on Thursday last night. So a different type of art. I was um, at Nate Jackson's Super Funny Comedy Club. Oh, uh, love and Nate. Shout yes, out to Nate. Bo Blast. I just want to give a shout out to Allison Fine, who made sure I knew about this event. But Bo Blast put on a great showcase of Man. local talent and oh. also brought in Black Jesus, you know. Um, so yeah, we had a blast. Link uh, Johnson. Yes, Link Johnson. It yes. was so great uh, to hear these local comedians, but also, again, we're talking about a space in Pierce County in mm-hmm. Tacoma, but Nate Jackson is opening up his doors right. to really be like, look, how else are some of these young comedians or, you know, newer comedians going to get their start right. if we don't open up our spaces for them? So I love yeah. how there's this connection of what VMC is doing for artists and what Nate Jackson Super Funny Comedy Club is doing for comedians. We've yeah. got a lot of spaces out here that yeah. are geared towards showcasing and uplifting our black talent. He does. It's real. It's real. And it- just goes to show when you put the right people at the table, it just comes like that. It comes with ease. And there's all these conversations about diversity, equity, and inclusion within these institutions that are white run and white led. There's a lot of work that has to be done personally and professionally in order for you to reach that goal. But a place like Converge, a place like Nate Jackson's, a place like BMC, it just, it's intrinsic, you know, and that's just what we do. So amplify that amplify it all the way. So I just love that. When you were talking, I'm like, man, that's what I was experiencing last night. Nate right. Jackson, super funny comedy club. And so, you know what? People were funny. Like, that's the thing. Like, you, anyways, I could go on and on, but you know, me and my, my, me and my crew was out there. Shout out to all my crew who was out there with me. It was definitely. a really great time. Um, also too, of course, there's other art news on the scene. Tell yeah, us man. about all of this amazing art news. Absolutely. There is a lot going on. As you talked about earlier, the sun is shining. When the sun is out, the fun is out. So there is much to do coming up this spring and summer here in Seattle. And I got a couple things for you, um, Salman, if you want to go ahead and roll that overlay. Look at some things that are going on here in, in the city. So, of course, you know, we have um, Angelina 179 at the VMC Gallery a show open last night. It'll be running for the next couple of months. So make sure you hit that. Um, we got Perry Roden and Mari Shibuya down at the uh, Alabastro Photography Studios this evening for their latest duo show. Make sure you hit that. Um, should be a really great time. Um, tomorrow, actually, we got the bro Jake Millette and Alex, uh, can't, resp- can't uh, pronounce the last name, apologies, fella, um, but at the Get Nice Gallery in Ballard. So that'll be happening tomorrow evening. Um, as well as this evening, we also have um, El uh, El Haz, sorry, the Art of El Haz, Emancipation Meditations happening at the Link Project. That is this evening. Make sure you hit that up. Shout out to Link Project. And of course, you know, I had to give a shout out in the art news to Mr. Kung Fu Kenny K. Dot. Just dropped his album last night. It's banger. Love him. Love K. Dot. Love everything that he does. So make sure you hit that. And the final piece of art news is that this weekend is T-Dub Art Queen weekend. It is my birthday. I'm going to be out on the scene. Make sure you come check out with me. Give me love. Give me hugs. It's tourist season. It's my birthday. Let's get it in. (laughs) (laughs) It's your birthday. Oh, my goodness. You know, I'm definitely looking to be there in the building. I don't care what I got to do. I was going to check with you before you get out of here today because I want to make sure I'm there on the timeline. You know what I'm saying? I got got my my Sunday is ready for fun day. Okay. It's on and popping, man. You know, shout out to you, T-Dub. Happy early birthday to you. Thank you so much. Sis, 
you are so genuine and so real. And I just love the relationship you and I have been able to build. Yes, it goes yes. outside of Feel Good Friday, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Good. We be out here on these streets. More than this. More than this. <laughs> we be out here in these streets. <laughs> but also, of course, we cannot let you go without hearing about Art of the Matter, Episode 8. Absolutely. Tell us all about it. Yes, we got Episode 8 premiering Monday, May 16th. Uh, we got uh, The Art of Curiosity with Kamisha Turner. Now, Kamisha is a multidiscipline, multimedia, multifaceted artist. She does it all from sculpture to glass to resin to paint. Um, she's amazing. She's obviously a part of the Vivid Matter Collective. We're going to tap in with her because she actually just moved to the East Coast, born and raised in, in the Northwest, but she's, you know, taking that leap of faith, getting out there, getting her work out there like we all should, you know. Um, so definitely make sure that you tune in with us May 16th for Kamisha Turner's episode of Art of the matter is going to be really great. Oh my goodness. Yeah. You're doing phenomenal. And thank you. And I got to say, you know, as I was just talking about earlier to hear from Moses son, you know, mm -hmm. he sat there and just chopped it up with us for a second Word. and really was expressing his level of gratitude, right. You know, for converge, but also for you mm -hmm. for having the vision of being like, man, we need a show that's really spotlighting all of these amazing artists right. that I get to be in the company of that. I get to be in community with that. I get to build relationships with. Right. And so we really appreciate you for opening up your opportunities to be yeah. like, nah, man, this is not just about me. This is about all of these amazing artists. Right. We talk about that often, but I think it's so valuable to us as a whole. When mm -hmm. We talk about how, you know, we need to not be, you know, selfish with these opportunities. Right. You're going to be like, well, you know, it's about me, my art, whatever. Right, right, but right. you also understand, like, like it's in the name of Vivid Matter Collective, but yeah. you understand that collective as a whole. Absolutely. And so I just got to send you a special shout out because to hear it from someone else, I'm like, man, that's how I'm experiencing D-Dub too. You know? you know, like, that's how I see it. That's but it's love. great to hear from other people out there. So your work is resonating, sis. I appreciate that. And I do want to add that, you know, people like Moses, he is like one of the most gracious people that I've ever known. So like have somebody like Moses in your corner is just that much more affirming. And to be able to do what we do alongside Trey Holiday, alongside Omari, alongside Salman, alongside everybody of Converge Media, it, it really is like the most renewable source of energy is to like be able to like put something out and get it back in the same way, you know, it, and that's what drives me. That's what keeps me going. So let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. T-Dub, <laughs> so glad that you could join us today. Thank we you. missed you. Welcome back. I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you, All sir. right, y'all heard it right there. Make sure you guys check out Art of the Matter episode eight coming up this coming Monday. So you guys check that out. Um, again, you know, amazing, phenomenal show. And this goes beyond people who are interested in art or artists. This is really about you understanding the breadth of what this city has to offer, what this county has to offer. It's so much more than just showcasing artists. It's having some real in-depth conversations with why they do what they do. And it's been phenomenal for me to be able to participate in being an audience member and watching it happen. So I'm just encouraging y'all check out Art of the Matter on Monday. All right, y'all coming up next, we got Cameron Dean in the building. We're going to be talking about the Wiz because Cameron is doing some work with the residency and Cameron has a plethora of experience that we're going to be diving into after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching Feel Good Friday. The breathtaking new musical, Afterwards, is the story of the art we make from the love that shapes us. When three women discover unexpected truths, a dazzling mosaic of intersecting lives reveals itself. Featuring a revelatory and soulful new score. Don't miss the world premiere of this captivating new musical, Afterwards, at the Fifth Avenue Theater, April 29th to May 21st. Tickets at fifthavenue.org. When COVID first hit, I was very afraid. There was so much things that I had to keep inside because I didn't know where to place my feelings. Most of my information for COVID is from my own research. I'm a doctor in educational leadership. And when the FDA approved Pfizer, it helped me realize that the vaccination is healthy. We don't want to be left behind because we're not taking the vaccine. But we want to get as much information as possible so that we are putting ourselves in better hands and not at great risk. 
Welcome, everybody, to Feel Good Friday. Welcome back. I'm so excited to have Cameron Dean in the building. Cameron, welcome to Feel Good Friday. Thank you. Yeah, welcome <laughs> to the Black Media Matter Studios. You know, uh, it's so funny because I've heard your name so much. Really? Oh. <laughs> just, just earlier uh, made the connection that you're the same Cameron wow. that, you know, my girls over here know. <laughs> so, you know, when, when Jace reached out to me and said, man, you know, we got this amazing show. We got this collaboration. For me, I'm always like, man, how do we spotlight it? How do we showcase it? Tell us a bit about you before we get into what you're doing now here with The Wiz. But just you have a lot of artists you work with, a lot of things you do. Tell the audience a little bit about Cameron Dean. Yeah. Um, so I'm from Seattle. Um, I went to Tabernacle. And I think there I started like in the Children's Choir. I was I don't know. Even then I was like, I want to direct the choir. Um, but as a kid, you know, then I start kind of getting into like dancing and choreography as a kid. Um, and was dancing in church. And from there I went to Langston. I was in the summer musical. Um, so I was in the Wiz. I was in, um, Greece. I was in, um, Uncle Willie in the Chocolate Factory, like so many of the plays. We were actually at uh, the auditions for this year, last night. Um, so, you know, I, I, when I grew up, it was Antoine and Danae and um, Isaiah and Candy and Maxi and Alvito and like just so many dope people. Um, and that is like kind of like the root of everything. And then I went to Garfield's. Um, Bulldogs and hoes. Yes. <laughs> I'll be there. I'll be there today, actually, at one thirty. <laughs> nice. Um, but I went to Garfield's and I don't know. I kind of learned a lot of like dance and art and just like all those things from there. Um, and from there, you know, after Garfield, I moved directly to L.A. I went to college in L.A. as well. Um, um, but it's weird. I feel like I don't necessarily apply my degree personally, per se. But I think that experience gave me somewhere to live for four years mm -hmm. and figure it out. Um, and I don't know. I kind of just dive right in and like, sure, I'm skipping probably a lot of the story, but we're sitting across from each other today. So. Yeah. Wow. And, <laughs> but that's like just like less than one percent. But that's 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 how it is too. When you're trying to sum up your entire life. Story yeah. I'm like I don't know. Minutes. Like it's so long. You're, I couldn't even. You're gonna yeah. skip over some things. <laughs> but your experience in LA also allowed you to really get connected to the industry in a certain way that I think a lot of people are probably would be inspired by. Tell us a bit about that. You know that transition from like school to like plunging yourself in. Yeah. You know the entertainment industry. Well, I definitely don't come from the entertainment industry and I never ever will, hopefully. Um, but I kind of got into honesty when I was 18. You know, that was my first, I had my first, I had my first internship um, at a record label, Interscope. That was the first place I, I started. Um, and then from there, I went to Def Jam. And then to me, I know a lot of people conjoin all those things, but being on the record side of music is so far away from videos and create, like it couldn't be further. Like it's not, they are not related, you know, <laughs> you know? And I think um, people who kind of know me intimately and know a lot of, a lot of my journey, it, they're so far away and who you work with when you work at a record label, who you work with when you, you know, work on videos is different, but I'm a new director as far as music videos. I've been doing this three years just on videos um, and I still feel like I'm at the beginning of my journey. You know, I think, um, it was really, really hard <laughs> to kind of transition into it. Um, cause even like all the label stuff and all the music stuff that was kind of like pre music videos and also pre COVID. Um, and I also feel like that time I've become like kind of a new person in like the last couple of years, um, personally. Um, but yeah, I'm just making music videos and being myself. You know, I, I gotta say, I, I really appreciate your nonchalant nature of all of this. Really? Right? Oh, is it? Like, oh. You know, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm just doing music videos. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah I'm, just, you know, I'm just, you know, a kid from Garfield, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I really do appreciate you being like, oh, uh, hopefully I'll never be from the entertainment yeah, industry. Well, because <laughs> I think, uh, you know, in all honesty, I think um, I'm from here, you know, and Yes, I'm so grateful to to work with everyone I've been able to work with and even be in a room with, but I don't really look at them any different than being in this room either, you know? And I also feel like I haven't even created near to the level I want to create yet. And I think I'm still kind of like in this infancy stage of like even art and like now I know, you know what I mean? <laughs> kind of what I wanted to feel and look like, but 
Yeah, I just I think I'm just beginning as far as like my journey. You know, that's really uh, it's a humbling thing to say and to recognize about yourself and your own journey. I know uh, for for me here, particularly at Converge, I hear it a lot, too, where it's like, oh, my God, you guys are doing so much. And it's like, man, we're just hey, it's just it's one foot in front of the other, baby. You know, like we just moving and grooving. We're part and parcel of our community. Like we care about what we're we're doing and we pour that into it every day and never want to forget that, you know, never want to be so high in the clouds that we're just like, you know, I'll be high in the clouds. Yeah, (laughs) a different kind of high, but I'll be high. (laughs) You know, we just don't want to forget, you know, like you said, like where we come from. And so that really brings you to now this new collaboration, this new project. Tell us about this partnership with the residency, the Wiz. Tell us everything. Yeah. You know, the Wiz, honestly, the Wiz, it kind of came from those feelings I kind of had at Langston, to be honest. Um, You know, I never personally was like, yo, I want to kind of be this like actor on stage, but I loved theater. I loved art. I love performance. I love production. And I, I think at the time I always looked at it like, wow, at some point I'll have a space where, you know, what I'm so passionate about in this will exist. Um, And then I came to the conclusion, like, nah, I got to just do it myself. I have to create it because I don't know what it exists. Um, But I don't know. Even then, I kind of saw like the orchestration of like what something could be or like who someone could be. Like, I feel like I used to hear some of the voices and see some of the people on stage and be like, oh, my God. And if I'm being honest, even that talent then and now is just as great as some of the people I've been able to be in the room with that have this crazy amount of recognition. I'm like, yo, like you should hear the people at, you know, (laughs) at Langston. Um, But I don't know, all all those experiences, like taught me a lot and I feel like I still kind of apply them today, you know? Um, But yeah, so the Wiz got it from kind of there and really the event is, it's about making music videos. Like I see a big connotation between the film, The Wiz, which is one of my favorite films and um, even Quincy Jones who went to Garfield um, and his involvement in it. I kind of see a a correlation between what the journey of the Wiz was and all the things they went through and not having a heart, not having a brain, not having a mind. And then kind of discovering like you get to this place and you realize like, wait, like I actually have more <laughs> than I even ever even needed. And two, I am this place, you know, and this place is inside of me. And I think, I don't know, I just kept like, that was something I kept understanding, like the further and further I got in my journey, people may were explaining to me how massive it was, you know, and I thought, oh, okay, this is just another video or this is just another day or this is another... And not that I'm not, again, not appreciative, but I didn't know the power of it or the level of it. And I think I do now, I think. (laughs) I'm telling you, so much of what you're saying is resonating with me because there's been so many different opportunities that have come just because of being diligent, right? Like, you know, you, you talk about uh, five years ago, I, I remember being in this other mind space, just kind of like a darker place. Like, man, you I've know, been there. yeah, just I've been like, there recently. Yeah. I mean, not recently, like today or yesterday, right. you know, or even maybe this year to be, but I had some times during, during the pandemic. I mean, I was in my house high as hell. You know, I went through a shroom phase. I went through a really, really dark phase. And thank God, I know this is probably trash, but I had, I suffered with depression very heavily, Mm -hmm. but before the pandemic. Mm -hmm. So I think by the time the pandemic did come, I was so, oh, I was like, I know this, you know what I mean? (laughs) I know darkness and I know that. And honestly, we all have that inside of us. Like we all are are either going through that, going to go through that, going to be in that, or going to stay in that. You kind of can decide what you want to do, but it's hard. I mean, it's not easy to get out of, it's not easy to get out of that. It's not, that is like, I'd be like ducking it though. I'd be like, well, you know, (laughs) I have to duck it because that can, it could kill you. And and also not kill you as far as physical death, right? It could kill you as far as mental death, which is, the worst you know because you can't you can't do much but yeah i went through it crazy well uh, that's exactly why i'm saying because if you would have told me you know like five years ago when when you're sometimes at those lowest moments and you're just like what is going on with life you know what i mean like no matter what i'm like shredding water you know what i'm saying you're like i am trying and these glass ceilings and these corporate spaces and i'm thinking oh this is the place that i'm gonna make my mark and it just wasn't happening and it was like what is really going on and i and and also too i think when you actually internally really know yourself know your self-worth and like what you can bring to something 
and being like, man, they're not getting it. You know what I mean? I keep on trying to bring it to y'all and y'all the ones messing it up. Right. And so um, I, I was just telling my friend this other day, like you couldn't have told me five years ago when I was spiraling in that mental space, like you're talking about, you know, you got to have a, a real sense of self to pull yourself out of it. But you couldn't have told me that, that I would be here today and that I'd be able to connect with some of the people I've connected with and do some of the things I've done. And it's a beautiful thing because for me, I have two sons and I always think about them in, in terms of my driving factor for everything, right? My driving force. And I appreciate what you're saying because not enough people actually remember who they are when they get into certain spaces, Cameron. It's I'm sure you've seen this. No, I see it all the time. And honestly, and this is I be high, so I barely remember, but not for a fake reason. But um, I think a lot of times what people have been through, sometimes they don't want to remember, you know, mm -hmm. like I think, you know, I've worked with a lot of artists who have had really dark times sans me or sans even sometimes music. You know, sometimes your darkness doesn't come from the music industry. You know what I mean, your darkness may have came from childhood. Your darkness may have came from a foster care system that you were in. Your darkness may have came from high school and people were bullying you, you know, like it, it's funny because you would think that we could turn off things easily, but like, I don't know, like, I've learned how fragile we all are recently, you know, I've learned how like things really affect you and one conversation can lead you left or right, you know, and not even that that person sometimes knows. And like, I've had to let go of, I don't know, I guess holding somebody to a standard to where what they like, how much I was affected by if it hurt me, I've learned to let that go. I've learned to be like, you know what, let me try to get out of it. What I, um, what I need and it's probably a selfish thing, but you do have to be selfish, you know, when you're pursuing your goals because I can't hold your energy in mine. You know, <laughs> like yeah. I can't hold your mind in mine. I can't hold your spirit in mine. Like, cause I need you to hold it so you can, you know what I mean? Like, so I think that like, yeah, like we've all had afflictions or issues with people or issues with things or companies or, you know, you would not believe some of the, some of the fails I've had when it comes to music videos or when it comes to, just my career, but I'm learning not to live in those. And I'm learning to be like, you know what? It's really not that deep. Like it's a whole new day, you know? And, and again, that takes a long time to get there. And yeah. I never want to minimize those situations, but I had to, at some point, keep going, you know, and for real, keep going. Not like, Oh, keep going. Like I had to, be, <laughs> I had to create a whole new life. And like I said, like I am so far away from where I want to get to that I can't keep bringing, you know what I mean? Something that happened six years ago or five years ago or eight years ago or 12 years ago to, to be in my backpack, you know, what I mean? like it just, yeah. it won't fit, you know, it won't fit in the new spaces I'm trying to go to. So, um, I don't know. I try to, I try to, um, I try to remember things, but I try not to let, to hold it in so much, yeah, you know? No. And it's, it's about remembering the right things, right? Like some of that stuff, you're right, man, cut that mess off. You know what I mean? Because it's an albatross, man. It'll drown you if you allow it. It you know will what drown I mean? you. It will hurt you. It will, it will cripple you. Yeah. And what I will say is like, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Like being crippled sometimes or being hurt by something that's helped me make art before, you know, a lot of, you know, I just I just did a video um, that it's coming out soon. I feel like it's it was really inspired by somebody who hurt me. The artist doesn't, you know, didn't. But like, you know, it was it, it, it was really inspired by that. And also it, it was so much inspired by during the process of making it. You know, what I mean, all I could think was like, you know, I'm never going to be hurt like this before. You know, so I don't know, like there's ways to channel how you feel and anyone can do it in their art. You know, it's not just music videos, but I specifically put a lot of soul into the things that I do when it comes to video. Well, it sounds like you're going to be bringing a lot to the Wiz and to this entire workshop. Tell us a bit about the mechanics of it, the logistics. Um, you're talking about making music videos and kind of allowing your experience to be, uh, you know, a themed out for other people to experience and to learn from. Tell us about some of the logistics behind this, uh, this event. Yeah. So the event is an, it's a visual conversation event. Um, and it's really about the creation of a music video from an idea. So like the treatment, lighting, production, coloring of a video, editing of a video, these are all things that I didn't know. You know, when I did my first music video, and this is just the God's honest truth, 
I didn't even know about editing software. I didn't know about lighting. I didn't know about cameras. I didn't know about crew. There was literally just me and one other person. And I was just directing the artists and the dancers and, you know, so like no money, no budget, no nothing, no label, no, you know, so I've had to kind of learn all those things, hard way, experience way, easy way, love way, hate way, all every kind of way, you know, and I feel like if I wish somebody would have just been like, hey, like, here's just some basic, you know, here's just some, some direction as far as like kind of the thing, the tools you need, you know what I mean? Sometimes people don't know, you know, oh, you need lighting for a video, you know, oh, you need, you know, sometimes people don't know that. And I think Seattle is a place where I've, I always have thought, you know, we, there's so much we could do is just as, as people, as, as artists, as creatives. Um, and I kind of want so much more for like all the art here. And, um, really the event kind of focuses on that, to be honest, the creation of a, of a video, of a music video. Um, and I wanted it to kind of be really, really focused and it's a really easy event. I feel like it's not, it's not overly complicated or overthought or, or, you know, it's very, very, um, kind of straightforward, but I kind of would love for people to come and just, and just feel good. It's, it's really for honestly anybody, but definitely like if you have a passion for music videos or music or art or, or, or creation, um, then I would love, love if you could come. It's actually, it's tomorrow. Um, and it's in collaboration with the residency who's been amazing in the Sankofa theater and, um, it's going to be vibes. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Tomorrow, give us the logistics, time, place. All oh my that. god! How do people <laughs> register? Um, how do people? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know the residency. I guess if you if if you could go to the website of the residency, I don't be knowing these type of things. But um, if you could go to the residency's website, which is I don't know, <laughs> I probably should know this. The residency, just find the residency, but find somebody. Seattle's not that big. Like, call somebody or hit somebody. But <laughs> I love but, that. Call, just call somebody. Yeah, somebody. like, come but, on. But you're talking about this amazing collaboration, the residency, uh, bringing in the theme of the Wiz, your experience, and Sankofa Theater. I'm so pumped Lit. because I'm going to tell you right now. I was there yesterday. I was like, oh my God. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, that to me is what Seattle is best at, is how do we uplift each other with these collaborations and bring all of our brilliance into something to make it be impactful for a bunch of other people. And this is now open to the public. You're saying yeah. people can register, people can come. It's a free event. It's a free event. It's free free event. event. Yeah. So here we are. I mean, those are the, some of the logistics. And by the way, this is my, like, honestly, this is my first time ever doing this. You know what I mean? Doing an event and, and even honestly doing any type of conversation record. Like I'm such a private, like I'm a hider as far as a person. Um, I've been really kind of, I would say fearful and scared to kind of even like do this, which is kind of wild. But um, same with this event. Like it took a lot of, a lot of getting past a lot of fear to do it. So um, for me, like, it, it did. So I, I hope also that like a lot of other people get past whatever fears or doubts or anything that they're having to yeah, this is so important, especially when you're talking about creative works, you know, because it can either drown you in a way that's not good. Or like you said, you can utilize that as fuel for the next project. Um, so, you know, when you're talking about music videos, this is also people who are making videos. We see a lot of different videos out there, a lot of different platforms for videos. So it sounds like this is going to be some great fundamentals that people can understand about how to bring it all together. Cameron Dean, thank you for being here. Thank, thank you for you. bringing your talent back Thank home. You. It's so important that we <laughs> do that. You. Let's go out and learn all the things, but let's never yeah. you know, forget to bring it back. That's yeah. one of and my And there's so monitors. much more I also want to do in Seattle that I'm, I'm kind of planning right now, but um, this is definitely kind of like the beginning of an entirely new journey that I'm excited about. So thank you for having me. And like, you guys are really dope. So yeah. well, we're excited that you're back in the town doing your thing <laughs> and bringing it all here. Thank you so much for being here in the black media matter studio. It does. Like I didn't even, yeah, but thank you so much, everybody. <laughs> like it, it means a lot and I can't wait for tomorrow. So yeah, yeah. excited. Oh my gosh, you guys, you're, you know, we had to spend some time digging deep into that one right there because clearly there is something hitting the city that is going to be meaningful and powerful for so many of you creatives out there, whether you're just getting started, you have some concepts you've worked out, you have some ideas you really want to work on. This sounds like a phenomenal opportunity for you to 
dive into that creative talent um, and, and learn a bit from Cameron Dean, who's been on the scene. I'm telling you, uh, you know, you guys are going to want to check it out. So uh, like he said, check out the residency. I'm sure you can find the event registration link. Um, you know, shout out to all the partners that are involved. I'm so glad that we were able to dive into that. Up next, after this short break, you guys, we are bringing in Antonisha Toto Jackson. She's going to be in the building. We're going to be talking about her business and all of these other amazing events that are hitting our city and hitting the scene. Stay tuned after this short break. You're watching Feel Good Friday. Oh, I'm sorry, you guys. Look, we're over here just chatting it up. Welcome back to Feel Good Friday. I am your host, Trey Holiday, and we want to now bring you into an amazing discussion I'm about to have with Antonisha Toto Jackson. What's up, Toto? What's up, Trey? <laughs> How you doing? Hey, you know what? Welcome to the Black Media Matter Studios. This is our first time sitting down. We always sit down in community, but I'm so grateful that you were able to make this work with your schedule because yes. you are a busy lady. <laughs> I am. I am so busy, man. It's crazy sometimes, but it's fun. Well, you know, again, you also are a Central District native, you know, a resident um, here yes. in Seattle. Tell us a bit about your start because now you are a business owner. You're a teacher. You're, you know, wearing multiple hats, you're event planner, doing so many different things, a world traveler. Right. Uh, tell us a bit about what made you say, you know what, I got to have my own business and I got to be, you know, hitting my community in all these ways. Man, for me, it was really about having that generational wealth, having an LLC, having something that was tied to me. Um, I feel like my journey, especially after college, um, was a crazy one. I started off in corporate America. Then like many who graduate realized that is not for me. Um, then I got into education, which is a battle and a system of its own um, that you're trying to fight. And really, when I came back to Seattle, it was about... Um, honoring my community, especially the Central District. So much uh, gentrification going on, so many changes that have been made that I wanted a space and a relationship with the community where people felt like they could come to me for something. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's clothing, that's styling, that's you know something that I'm really into. Um, and so that was just a blessing to be able to come back to my community and give them something. Um, you know, because we had so much previously and it's all changing. It's all um, been taken away in some form. And I'm so happy that we're able to bring it back. Well, I've got to say, you know, I think you do a real intentional job of the pieces that you pick out for your boutique. Tell us a bit about your boutique and why you were like, look, fashion is where it's at for me. But you you have a real particular way of picking certain pieces that you know are going to hit these streets and people are going to go to pick that up. Of course, you want the trends. You want to have the woman out here looking fashionable, but, but you also want it to be unique. You want pieces that aren't you're not going to see all over Instagram that everybody's not going to have. You want things that are form flattering. I don't have the body that I once had and I don't definitely have an Instagram body. And so for me, I think that, you know, here in Seattle, we're really stylish. We have a different style. They can call it Seattle grunge or whatever they want. Um, but when it comes to pieces, the girls got them. Yeah. And so you want to be able to mix and match what on a budget with also your, your, your bags, your Chanel bags and whatever. You want to make sure that we're really trendy, but we're also, like Macklemore said, thrift shoppers. So at the end of the day, you want something unique like this jacket that you have on tray that nobody else is stepping into the room with. Yeah. Um, and so that's really what exclusive is about. Well, I, I got to say, I've bought several things from Exclusive and every time people are like, wait, where'd you get that? I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? And people but, be mad because, <laughs> you know, we're not buying 32 of the yeah. same thing, copying and pasting it over and over and over again. We're really focused on collections and themes and making sure that all the girls uh, feel good about themselves when they step out onto the streets. Yeah, absolutely. You're doing a phenomenal job. But, you know, when we talk about these multiple hats, I got to say, <laughs> uh, y'all don't understand. I literally am like, Wait, are you here this week? <laughs> because I might. Yeah, Toto is a literal <laughs> world traveler. Tell us just a bit about how your world traveling experience gets infused into the things that you're doing here in community. Man, it's about networking. Like I said, going to Howard University, that was the first thing you learn when you get on campus. Your network is your net worth. Like, uh, you don't know where the A building is. You better find somebody who does. Um, so I feel like my traveling, especially as I've gotten older, has become a network. Like I know people in different countries now. I, I can go to establishments and be like, oh, I've been here before. Um, try this X, Y, and Z. Um, for me, I really think that 
being able to be a world traveler also made me a better learner and a better teacher and an educator. Um, because when you're out in these different places, you have to absorb in order to, you know, be able to survive and be able to push forward. I'm not just one of those tourists who wants to get the glitz and the glam. Like I'm out here trying to learn about the culture. I'm out here trying to learn about the struggles of your people. I'm out here trying to learn about the oppression that you've had and how you've overcome mm -hmm. to survive some of these um, systematic oppressions throughout the world. Mm -hmm. um, and so for me, it's not just about the selfies <laughs> at the pool, you know, it's really about deep diving deep into these different cultures. Yeah. And I think that's so important. Not enough of us understand that. And I, I think particularly when, when I travel, one of the things that is really important to me is to be in bed in the city, mm -hmm. like in the, with the people, right? Cause resorts don't give you the same feel. I mean, I get it. Like sometimes you just want to go to a resort and it's like chill out, but really that that's not where the people are. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's a curated experience for tourists that, does not really resemble the lived experience of the people there. So I appreciate you saying that. But I also get to experience you really being deep in community. I mean, we have worked alongside each other to plan event after event after event. And I was like, as we're embarking on spring, as we were talking about earlier, mm -hmm. the sun coming out a little bit, we know that we're about to be having a litany of events and you are really helping to lead these efforts. Tell us a bit about all of these events that are coming up in our community. Ooh, <laughs> this summer is about to be a lituation and I'm, I'm blessed and I'm so happy that it's going to finally happen after the pandemic, things shutting down. Summers not being what they used to. Everybody knows Seattle has one of the best summers ever. Weather-wise, popping it rise, it's, it goes down here in the town. Um, so I'm really happy to have um, these events going down. Malcolm X Day is coming up next Saturday, the 21st. We have Black Wall Street again. We'll, we're shutting down Jackson, letting the small businesses out. Um, what? So much more. Juneteenth. Oh, and you know we're going to have a grand old time. Last year we had Seven Streeter this year. I ain't dropping the name just yet, but we got some popping people that are on the lineup. So again, another community oriented. We want to uplift these entrepreneurs and these small businesses that are within the community because they deserve to be highlighted um, and they're staples within our community. So we love to give that festival vibe where people can shop so many different small businesses. Kids be having their businesses out there. Um, so for me, it's really just it just gives me, you know goosebumps. We're also partnering with the Waterfront Pier 62. Um, so we'll be back over there with Africa Town Presents uh, Summer of Soul. Um, so that's going to be really, really lit um, at the pier. You already know they're activating the pier space so much. So again, another highlight for vendors um, because we're going to highlight them to people who are coming from around the world with all these tourists who are at the pier. So we're really excited about that. And then, you know, we're, we're breaking it down with we're union on union, um, bringing back all of those staple central district families, um, making sure that we are honoring our elders who came here from the south, from the east, from the west, across ships um, to make Seattle, especially the central district, their home. A lot of us have been moved and pushed out into different communities, but we know what street our grandma's house was on, you know, and so that's really what um, reunion on units about when we get to break bread with our family members. You know, people don't even know all their cousins out here. And so we're really just, I'm just happy about that. Yeah, you know, that's that for me is one of the most unique events um, out of everything. I think you can go to different cities, find a Juneteenth. I mean, mm -hmm. uh, you know, also, too, I mean, Umoja Fest has been literally yes. the largest black ran coming you back know, at Jenkins Park. Yes, so it's, you three know, days once again, all, right? All the way back, a full circle, a whole weekend event. Um, so it, it's going to be crazy the entire summer. It's like back to back to back to back. There's nothing that tells me that you can't tap into your community because you can't. Yeah, there's opportunities. There's going to be so many events, events for artists, events for um, musicians to come out. So definitely make sure you're tapping into the Africa Town Community Land Trust website and get and signing up for those artists and vendor forms um, so that you can be out here with us this summer. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I keep directing people. I'm like, look, check out Africa Town Community Land Trust, Africa Town SEA on IG. Mm. Um, you know, uh, there, there's definitely some uh, movement happening when it comes to events. But 
But I also want to ask you too, because as a business owner and a vendor at many of these events, you've also experienced how your business can grow out here. This is something that I really want some of our small businesses to understand that maybe it's a small investment for you to pay that vendor fee, but what you get is so much more than what you may get at other spaces because these are events that many people are now familiar with and used to. And you're talking about thousands of people coming out. Tell us a bit about how Exclusive Boutique has been able to experience some of that growth because of being out here in these events. Yes, um, definitely exclusive. We've been doing a Moja Fest here since we've been open um, and all of the other um, events that have vendorship too. Um, I think it's really about touching base. We've been able to collaborate with a lot of different people because we've met them at Juneteenth or we were able to um, use the space because we learned about your space during, uh, you know, Black Wall Street. Um, it's really about networking and learning about what our community really has to offer. Sometimes people don't have the opportunity to have storefronts like the Link Project or Exclusive um, and they might be doing things out of their home. So they might have great products, they just not amplified. And so that's really what all of these vendor opportunities about, amplifying these vendors um, and bringing up awareness and a platform for them to sell their product and gain new customers. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I just got to send a shout out, man, my cousin, she she was like, look, I started my business during the pandemic because of events. Sure you know what I mean? Catering by Tia. Shout out to you, cousin, because she was like, I, I, I'm always cooking, you know, let me do something. Let me just start selling these plates. Let me just make bigger batches of what I'm cooking and take it out here and see what the people think. And I think that that for me is really the heart of small business. Yeah. And when we talk about, you know, the, 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 the towns of the 20s, you know, resonating in terms of Black Wall Street. That's what it was about. Mm -hmm. It was about everybody doing their part. It was about everybody being connected and being able to be like, you know what? I'm going to provide something to my community. So I got to thank you uh, yeah. publicly. You know, yeah. I'm always doing it privately. I got to thank you publicly, Toto, because you are really dedicated to bringing these events together. Thank you so much for using all of the network that you have to bring more and more depth to these events as well, because I know it was through through you and, and my girl, you know, Tame yes. last year when we when we brought Seventh Streeter out here, which meant yes. so much to so many people. So we just thank you for being, you know, there, for being present always and being connected to community the ways that you are. Always. It's, I feel like it, if it's a calling, you must do it. Got to go forth and prosper. That's right. Yeah. Well, thank you again for being here. You guys, Let make sure you let the audience know how they can check out your boutique, how they can yes. support you. Follow and again, us. tap in. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram at um, shop. Give me exclusive. You can shop with us online. Give me exclusive dot com um, It's for all the ladies. Like I said, we also have unisex items. Um, so come come support a black business. We're also um, working with a lot of different um, vendors and different fashion designers this year. So you can see some fire pieces coming through exclusive. Ah, looking forward to it. You know, I'll be checking it out. Yes, I need yes. I need some more fire pieces. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, you guys. I told you it was going to be in an, another amazing episode of Feel Good Friday right here in the Black Media Matter Studios. I want to thank all of my guests for being here, for pouring into this episode. Shout out to T-Dub, our art queen of Converge, always staying uh, with her ear to the ground with all things art. And we learned so much from her. Shout out to Cameron Dean, who's like, look, I may not know the specifics of this registry, but let me tell you better check out the residency and be there this weekend tomorrow uh, for this amazing event for all of you creatives out there who are looking for understanding on the basics and understanding of how to bring your visions to life through video make sure you guys are checking out that event and also I want to give a huge shout out to Antonisha Toto Jackson for being on the set with me today you know what this is really for me another opportunity for all of y'all to be inspired out there by these amazing guests today. See yourself as a part of the solution. The part of the solution. Clearly they have, um, and they've done it in all of these wide variety of ways. So it takes all of us to bring our brilliance, our talent, our skills, our passion to the table for us to be a part of these amazing solutions in our communities. So I'm always encouraging you guys to do that. Of course, this weekend, we got to make sure you guys are checking out Weird at Night tomorrow at 10 p.m. Of course, our friends Patrick Galactic and Blaze 
and space are getting very weird. They're going to keep it weird for you every Saturday at 10 p.m. right here on Converge. And of course, on Sunday at 8 p.m., you guys can get truly unruly with the true fonts. Make sure you guys are tuning in to both of those things we have coming up on the weekends. Uh, we so appreciate you guys for pouring into Converge. We would not be here without all of you and all of your support. Make sure you guys are continuing to spread the word because that's how we are growing. And we thank you for all the growth that we're experiencing here. Of course, uh, you know, as Omari would say, we want you to go forward in your purpose, go forward in your humanity. We're going to end the show right now, but I want to tell you guys, I'm looking forward to being back with you on Monday at 11 p at 11 a.m., not p.m., 11 a.m. And until Monday, I'll see you then. Peace. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.